It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad. Tampa Bay and Florida. One minute into the third period, it is one-one. Blues and Avalanche will start their game one in about forty minutes or so. It is the Blue Jays taking on the Mariners tonight into the eighth inning. The Blue Jays leading that one three nothing. Oilers tomorrow in Calgary. Furnace Family Oilers hockey five thirty for the faceoff show. The game will start at 7.30. Jack Michaels and Bob Stoffer will have the call. Zach Hyman says uh, the Oilers got to learn from that series against the Kings. We learned a lot from the LA series. I think that we understood where we had our most success. You know, I think that when we got caught up and and turned the puck over in the neutral zone, um, that's where we got in trouble. I think that when we were able to get it behind them, uh, and play off the cycle and play heavy. I think that's where we had our success, and I think uh, Calgary takes that to a, a whole nother level with the threats they have on the offensive side. Um, you know, they have that line. I think all of them had over 40 goals. So you can't make those mistakes against a team like Calgary. Um, you have to play the right way, and I think that um, in game six and seven, we, we rose to the occasion and we, we played that style of hockey. So I think that that was really important for us, and we're going to look to continue to bring that into this series. He talks about getting the puck in behind the defense and starting a cycle, and uh, I mean, I, I no longer see the Oilers as just a rush team. I think they can score off the rush. It, it might be a legitimate question to say, can the Oilers cycle enough? Uh, can they cycle deep into their lineup and do it line after line after line against a defense score the caliber of the Calgary Flames? But as I was saying earlier, that's definitely going to be a formula for success for the Oilers if they are able to do that we will go to the certainty hotline and welcome Todd to the show Todd thanks for calling go ahead hey thanks for taking my call I am in the Oiler camp that is uh more nervous I think than excited I'm 38 uh I don't remember a battle of Alberta at all uh but it came up with the lore of it right and because Edmonton won four out of five and we had the cups and it was so obviously one-sided that's something that we've kind of taken pride in. And because it's been 31 years, it was never really challenged, right? We always just had it feather to cap type of thing. And now there's a legit chance these teams meet multiple times in the next couple of years here in the playoffs. And they're so close, it might not go our way. And so all that nostalgia right now feels like it's a threat. Uh, I will say that uh, it's extremely close. I know that lots of people give Calgary the advantage, but if I remember correctly, there were seven points between them in the standings. Uh, people have to remember the Oilers went on safari for about two months there where they couldn't stop uh, a shot. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't kill a power play. Uh, they couldn't score a power play goal. They couldn't even fire their coach. They were just sort of in limbo for almost two months. So the fact that the Oilers, uh, like I say, went on safari for two months and finished seven points behind Calgary, this is extremely close. I really hope it goes the Oilers' way, but I am uh, I'm, I'm, t- I'm terrified it won't just because all that nostalgia of being challenged after, you know, 31 years of being held up. It's Todd, I stay on the line. I, I appreciate you sharing that. 
I, I've referenced, you've probably heard me mention this, that after Woodcroft took over as head coach, the top three teams in the NHL based on points percentage were Florida, Calgary, and then Edmonton, which is pretty interesting and, and maybe you know more relevant than, than like you said, than that seven-point gap. I, I, it's, I, you see, I, 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 I haven't had anybody say that to me yet. I've had a lot of people who say they are nervous, but you, you're pitching – you know, it's it's been so long. Edmonton has at least still been able to say we won the last one. So you're, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're no, but weren't you were were you not this level of nervousness going into the LA series? Did you not feel that way? Uh, well, no, not really, because uh, I felt like that was a that was a series they'd win. I mean, I was surprised uh, that it went seven games, uh, but I think. Uh, I think they learned some of their lessons. Like Kelly had said when you were talking to him, like they can't do slow starts. I mean, the slow starts for the Oilers wasn't even a, a, a recent thing. Like this goes back, this goes back to Todd McClellan. This is a team that doesn't oh, start yep. fast. And yep. I think they finally, maybe, maybe, and I guess we'll find out tomorrow night and over the next uh, couple of weeks, I think they finally learned that lesson that, you know what, like good teams start strong, good teams set the pace. Um, so I hope they learned that lesson, but I wasn't, I wasn't really nervous, uh, about the LA series because I felt like that was one that, uh, that they, that they should win. Uh, but I, again, this one is, this one is so close. I think the goaltending, I know, I, I know, uh, their goaltender is up for a Vezina, but I mean, Smith has been, you know, on a heater here since really February. And I think their defense, I think neither team's defense is really anything really exciting. They have more maulers. We have more offensive guys, but I think it's kind of a wash for forwards. So I think that it really comes down to, to what forward group plays better. And we, you know, we have McDavid and like I say, it only finished seven points behind this team that, you know, Calgary was in Calgary had pretty good health all season. They didn't have the, the, the turmoil that was going on with a coaching change. And uh, I think, like I said, I think it's, it's, it's super, super close. I remember talking to you early in the year that I didn't really think the Oilers were, were well built in the bottom six. That's mm-hmm. changed under Woodcroft. I think that the way they play, the way they are able to cycle on some teams and, and how much stronger they are five on five, that was a huge surprise for me. The team's actually built, you know, they look, they look okay. I don't think they really looked, uh, I don't really think the bottom six really got exposed too much in that series for LA. In fact, they might've, they might've been the reason why they didn't lose the series. So uh, we'll see how they hold up against Calgary. Well, I'll say this. And I think, you know, I, I don't know if I talked about this specifically with you, but around the time of the coaching change, it was one of my, my themes was that it, it seemed like Dave Tippett almost disenfranchised the depth players a little bit and took their roles yeah. away from them. And I think Woodcroft as, as kind of said, you know, maybe you, you won't still play a lot, but I'm going to give you a chance to to do your job, which I think that's right. And I, and I will, I will also say this. Uh, and I think Stoff touched on this yesterday or today. And and we've talked about a little bit on, on Rob and I, um, a lot of GMs and maybe me included, if I would have been the GM of the team, wouldn't have given a second thought to having Josh Archibald back. He just would have no. been off the team. No, I, 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 uh, I really like Archibald and I like how they stuck with it. And I think that, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he, he's fresh too, because there were so many games he didn't play. I mean, not because of his own choice. He had the heart issue, but like, it's, it's one of those ones where he's a small guy, but he brings so much more than the frame would indicate. 
and he makes us uh, he makes us a better team. It was just one of those ones where things kind of broke right as the season went on. Like they made the Woodcroft change, and obviously they played with a lot more structure after Woodcroft came in. But the goalies got hel- uh, Smith got healthy, and the goalies got hot. And then Archibald sort of came back into the fold. That added another dimension. And I think that uh, the biggest thing he did was he actually stuck with, and he was able to do it because they scored first more, and they weren't always chasing games. Right. But him separating McDavid and Dreisaitl was huge, and actually keeping them apart, that was the biggest one because then you actually had two lines that could legitimately carry offense, and then you had a third line that could check and not get scored against, and then you didn't really have to worry about a fourth line. Yeah, yeah. Good call, Todd. Thanks for listening, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. That is Todd checking in on the CertainTeed hotline. CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. We also have Jordan calling in. Now, Jordan, what are you up to this week? Uh, just uh, finishing to get our community garden out by Beaumont here, uh, ready for the season. I'm actually headed down to Calgary Monday for two weeks of work on a TV show. But unlike 2004, when I went down with some friends, I won't be cheering on uh, Alberta's only team. So uh, this time around, I'll be bringing my threads and wearing them proudly uh, on set behind the camera. But uh, I just have to, I agree with a lot of what the last guy said there, but I I disagree. I feel like this edition of the Oilers, where we are now, uh, I actually give an edge to uh, us as far as D. And I think that more than makes up for the goaltending slight edge to Calgary. You look at our uh contributions um you know through our our, our 6d how, how deep we are there rolling the 7d at times everything russell brings but when you look at our scorings you know cc barry bouchard like who does calgary have that comes anywhere near those three players and what they contribute off the rush and uh, from the point yeah i think well i mean they got guys that can move the puck and score i, I think but you know, Hannafin's very good. Anderson, who I'm not sure I'm a big fan of, but I think he's turned into a, a decent player. I, I just think the concern is the beef, right? Like Calgary, they got more snot knockers than the Oilers back there. Yeah, I know. I agree, but I just I think that um, you know that, that the grinding game, if that's what if that's what they want to play, you know, we've got the heavy bodies too. Although maybe we haven't played with that structure, we haven't won as many games as maybe they have playing that way, but. But they've just come out of a heavy series um, as well. And I think, you know, that that's kind of a race to the bottom in a series. So I would still give the edge to our speed and mobility and, and offense on the back end, um, you know, when it comes to an overtime or, or late in the third. So I just, I feel good about it. Um, I think it's going to go to game seven. But, uh, you know, I, I think it'll be a lot going to come to matchups and health. I worry about dry saddles ability wow. and, you know, for sure. And then will they continue to be able to anchor the top six with two separate lines with Dreisaitl and McDavid, or, or are they going to be too tempted to uh, to load up the top line and, and ride that out? Okay, so you're going to be there. You won't be down there for the first two games of the series. You'll be down there for, for a potential game five and seven. Exactly. <laughs> and what am I allowed to ask what TV show you're working on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm an assistant director. Uh, I'll be working on uh, Joe Pickett uh, season two down there. It's uh, Paramount Pictures uh, Network. Um, so, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, boom time in Alberta for, for film and TV, but uh, yeah, oil all the way right now. So. Okay, well, I appreciate that. That's a really cool profession you have as well. Thanks for listening. 
That is Jordan checking in, 7804960063. We got to call a quick timeout. Uh, Perry Barrison, a key figure in the Battle of Alberta, he's also coming up tonight. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Tampa Bay. Ten minutes left in the third. Uh, Belmar with the goal, 335 into the period. So the Lightning leading the Panthers 2-1. Game one of that best of seven. We're getting ready for the BOA. Game one is tomorrow. Uh, Really enjoy hearing from a lot of you as you prepare, some of you very nervously, for this series. We have Kyle checking in tonight as well. Kyle, go ahead, please. Hi, Reed. Big fan. I'm 25 from Wintaskwin. I think Wintaskwin's like split Calgary Oilers, mostly Oilers probably. Okay. Um, I have two questions. Just wondering how Dreisaitl's doing because I didn't hear anything like all day. I just, I've been working. And then, Okay. Th- yeah, I should update that. Ken Holland, well, Ken Holland was on Oilers Now today with Bob. So go to Stoff's podcast if you want to hear the whole, inter- the whole interview. But he said... Uh, Ken Holland said Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Kane. D- okay, actually, here, Gellin's going to play the clip. They'll all be in the lineup tomorrow night. They're just, we're just doing maintenance, just doing everything we got to do to get ourselves ready for tomorrow night. But uh, they'll, they'll all, expecting them to all be in the lineup. Okay, now is Dreisaitl 100%? I'm comfortable saying no, but he is going to play. What's your other one, Kyle? That's good news. Um, I okay. actually don't really have another question. I'm just nervous, but thanks. I wanted to be on the radio, and I appreciate it, Reed. Big fan. And I'll, okay. I'll listen to Bob on – I listen to 630 Chat on Spotify. That's where I get my podcast. So thank you so much. Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, some people nervous about the series, but – well, why not? I mean, there's a lot on the line. If you get to go to the Western Conference Final, and as uh, the one caller alluded to earlier, you get bragging rights, and – Maybe they're going to play again in the near future. Maybe it'll, it'll be another 31 years. <laughs> Who knows? I, I hope it's not that long. Um, Zach Cassian was uh, asked today about sort of his role that he might have to jump in there and stand up for the stars in this series. Well, they appreciate it for sure. Uh, it depends what time of year it's in. I think collectively as a team, I think we've stood up for each other. I think I got hit in Columbus and Connor went over to the guy and, uh, and defended me. It's a, it's a team toughness. It's a pack mentality. Um, our big guys are big, strong, and can, and can take punishment. You obviously want to limit it. But in a playoff series, like you said, they're going to be targeted just like every other top-end guy on every team. Um, they're going to have to push through it. But as a group, we can respond physically and um, do the same thing they're trying to do to us. Yeah, everybody's going to have to hit. I think everybody's going to have to stand up for a teammate at some point or another. But you, you got to be careful. There's always that risk about a... Uh, a referee picking one player out of a scrum or maybe a player thinking, Oh, I'm going to go in there and and face wash this guy and stir something up. And then the other guy just doesn't do anything and says, Hey, enjoy your time in the penalty box. And Jay Woodcroft saying, of course, the weather's going to stay disciplined here. For us, we put a lot of emphasis. We're one of the lower, lower penalized teams in the league throughout the season. Um, And, we put a lot of emphasis on just playing the game whistle to whistle. That's where our intensity, that's where our emotion will show up. You know, I know in, in having watched the film of the uh, the series between Dallas and Calgary, there was a lot of 
you know, post whistle scrums and whatnot, and that might be their tactic, and they can focus on whatever they want. Um, but for us, we want to play whistle to whistle. Uh, and for us, discipline doesn't just come down to, um, you know, those types of things. It comes down to your adherence to your structure and being disciplined with how we want to play the game. And um, if we put our focus and our energy there, we, uh, we think we'll be in a good spot. All right, a little bit there from uh, Jay Woodcroft. Kellen, what do you have for me? We got texts, and we thank Richard for texting in. First off, he says, I think Leon will be much better after three days of rest. God bless the oil. So, of course, he's pulling for the Oilers there. Uh, the next one after him, uh, unfortunately, this texter did not sign his or her name or a handle. Uh, you guys don't have to even put your real name down, just like a handle or something like that, so it's easier for us to identify you in the future. That'd be great. Uh, he says, it's not arrogance, it's confidence and boldness. Kane's seven sign was not arrogance. Read your thoughts. Uh, that's fair. It was, it was certainly confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the fine line between confidence and arrogance? I guess if you can back it up, it's it's uh, it's not arrogance. Kane can play aggressive. He can play. He can play cocky. I, I think he can. He can be cocky. Personally. And we got one more from DY here. He says, it's going to be a sweep, not sure for who. And I think that kind of <laughs> encapsulates the nervous nature of maybe the entire province today as we uh, get ready for game one tomorrow night, right? Well, yeah, whichever team wins game one, the other team's uh, fans are going to start thinking, oh, no, what if we don't even win one? I, I doubt it's going to be a sweep. Then again, I thought that in 1988, and the Oilers did come up with the sweep. Of course, the Oilers, uh, the only time the Flames have beat the Oilers in a playoff series was in 1986, and our next guest was a key part of that. We're going to visit with Perry Berezin coming up on Inside Sports. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.